Hi everyone, we are back. Welcome back. It's episode eight. Woo! So we're back to regular schedule. Yeah, the holiday was so nice. It was much needed, I think. So how, <laughs> what did you do over Thanksgiving? Uh, well, we definitely didn't have traditional turkey. Uh, my mom's Vietnamese, so we just had a lot of like our childhood favorites. So uh, it was definitely nice, and I finally felt like I slept a normal amount of hours. What? Which that I feel like, like it's hard for I us know. to do, right? <laughs> yeah. I I didn't sleep a normal amount of hours. I slept an obscene amount of hours. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. What did you end up eating? So we were in Taiwan, right? Yeah, my whole family was in Taiwan, which is actually hard for the family to do nowadays too. Mm-hmm. So of course we went down to the beach, like mm-hmm. southern Taiwan, and then we got packing duck. So a different oh, type of bird nice. for the holidays, but nice, it was nice, it was nice. awesome. Ah. I feel disgusting in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> so is this gonna be a New Year's resolution? Gym, gymming? Is that gonna be on your list? Yeah, if that that yeah, I'm basically committing to this holiday, um, holiday sinful eating calendar. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and uh, we do have a couple announcements to make. Um, while we were on a break, uh, the first being we are finally on Spotify. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we're so <laughs> excited. So, um, we never really realized this until just randomly browsing podcasts. I'm like, oh my god, that's us. We are on Spotify. So that's one more place you can follow us. Yep. And then the second announcement is uh, it's more so that we need to address the public. Uh, So last episode, we didn't receive any hate mail about the jingles. (laughs) So I guess Gloria will be continuing those. Uh, But I do want to mention we got some really, really nice feedback from everyone. Uh, The main concern being around the volume of this podcast. I know. I know. I've been trying to play around with it. Um. This podcast is just evolving and coming together, so uh, just know that I'm working on it, and hopefully it will improve with every episode, so just bear with us, Um, but keep the feedback coming, because honestly, I feel like this podcast is really just built on the people who are listening to us, and (laughs) I think that's all that matters to us anyways. It's good to know we're not talking into the abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... All right. Uh, other than that, um, we should just get in, back into it. Yeah, right? let's get back into our regular programming. All right. So first off, the news. <laughs> it's not too late to send your hate mail about the stupid Gloria jingles. <laughs> so anyway, we... Um, we're just going to talk about the news. Um, a lot of the news around this season, obviously, involves new launches, mm-hmm. um, holiday bundles. So Lots th- of kits for lots your Christmas list. So, yeah. yeah, so, Victoria, did you know that Costco has, or had, I don't know if it's sold out or not, but it has an advent calendar of beer. Nice. It's not cosmetic related, but what? I just thought it's, you know, like, newsworthy. Like, what's... Advent calendar being, what does that mean? What does that entail? I think it's like a uh, craft brewery. So like okay. um, hippie dippy local beer won okay. the day f- or the countdown. So 25 days of beer. Oh, pretty good. Yes. Nice. Yes. 
So are we getting this or no? Well, I mean, we're <laughs> behind schedule, so we're going to have to do a few Fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> but this might be a thing. Yeah, awesome. Um, also, did you know Trader Joe's also has their advent calendar of skincare? No, really? I'm going to tell you right now, just don't get it. Like, it's it's just simple lotions. I mean, it's... Wait, why do you need a different lotion a day until Christmas? Is this sample? It's samples. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen any of their products, but Mm -hmm. it's like an oil and then an aloe lotion and then a very simple moisturizer. You know, so it's all just lotions, I will tell you. I I can see the appeal for some people who just like try products, Mm -hmm. but I feel like... Uh, with skincare, it takes some time for your skin to understand how it reacts to it. And yeah. for basic products like this, like, I don't know, it could be fun, but probably not worth long-term investment. Yeah, I I think those are just more like the the experience of opening this, like, mysterious box every day is yeah, fun. Yeah. But I think the product's overall a little, like, lackluster, so. Yeah, I've definitely uh, gotten weird, like, advent calendar of cookies and mm-hmm. stuff before mm-hmm. it you're right it's definitely the ooh, what am i gonna get today that's more exciting than actual products right. like, by the end of it i was just like oh i'm 10 cookies in and i feel so empty on the inside <laughs> <laughs> and they are very mediocre cookies but i did get a box of like those truffles mm. i don't mind because it's truly a mystery oh, with chocolate. You just true. don't know what you're going to get. One day it's liquor, and the next day it's, like, orange citrus. So, I don't know. Oh, like, I can so live good. with the guilt, I mm. think. So that <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Let's jump back into cosmetic-related news. So, on the legal side, Singapore is going to follow EU's ruling on free-from claims. So good. Yeah. So, what we so free-from claims are claims that you see a lot in the States. Mm-hmm. Things like paraben-free, mm-hmm. this free, that free. And as you guys know, a lot of brands... The Oil-free. Yeah. Longer and longer and longer. Yeah. And the reason why the EU decided to, um, to take down these claims is because it's misleading. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, um, it's throwing a lot of ingredients under the bus mm-hmm. in a way that's just unhelpful and confusing, right? Yeah. We see a lot of ingredients are, are perfectly safe being demonized, and we're not going to jump into all the nitty-gritties of what's been demonized in this episode, but just know that um, that's the trend for these claims. And it's a good trend. Yeah, like Gloria mentioned, it's all about um, helping the consumer shop for shop in a more meaningful way mm-hmm. um and then not in more of the fear-mongering way yeah so, so all good great. things another yeah. good thing um that we see coming up um now this is another thing that we can probably dedicate a whole episode ranting on about but we see a few brands out there like Fenty Beauty and Bulldog Skincare mm-hmm. making headways into China mm-hmm. in what they call a cruelty freeway. So as a lot of you know, or um, a lot of the, the reputation out there is that China is the one country out there or one of the biggest jurisdictions out there that advocate for and require animal testing. Yeah, and they have good reasons behind this. First mm-hmm. of all, um, the market is very big. You know, their population is very big. And the other issue that they have is counterfeit products. So um, it's kind of really the only way at this stage that um, they're able to, I guess, do any sort of quality control. 
Um, trying to be very careful with my words in the sense of um, while we don't advocate for animal testing, um, there is definitely some understanding that comes with the China market. Um, but we think that having brands like this kind of be at the forefront of trying to um, push for cruelty free is such a great initiative and we're just like really happy because it is a huge market that a lot of beauty brands um, will be a part of and just knowing that um, there's change out there is great. Yeah, it's definitely heading in a good direction and kind of bouncing off what Victoria said, in, say in the US, you can go online, buy ingredients, make a vat of um, lotion and sell it tomorrow and no one will really come after you. There's no formal process with the FDA per se, right? It's, um, it's, it's kind, it can be a bit of a free-for-all um, and a little, but in China, you have to register all your products. That's where a lot of the animal testing comes in. But um, anyway, so good on Fenty Beauty and Bulldog Skincare and know that that whole market as a whole is marching towards change. So it's good to hear. Yeah, good to hear and also um, good for, I think, all of the cruelty-free advocates out there. Um, us honestly being one of them, we're big animal lovers too and we just are glad to see that there's change coming and definitely can just be more open-minded to the China market, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, lastly. Ah, uh, yes. Let's talk about this recent buzz with the whole perineum tanning, uh, the butthole tanning. Let's just talk about. <laughs> yeah, I, <coughs> I vaguely heard about it on the gram and yeah. I actually heard about it on Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes, good podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm really cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think uh, one of our very good friends, Angela, uh, has kind of covered, a, went into a lot of detail with that. I mean, <laughs> the bottom line is... The bottom I'm, line, I get it. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm just so glad that someone basically sacrificed their butthole to, like, tan in this way and see if there were any actual benefits um and i think it's the best part out of all of this is the guy's name is dave asprey <laughs> dear dave how long were you in that position for before you got butthole tanned and or burned <laughs> yeah so um just if you want a quick laugh um definitely uh, a rabbit hole you can go down and take a look <laughs> <laughs> <Rabbit> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's too easy. It is too easy. Uh, yeah, and uh, moral of the story is, if you're going to do this, I guess you may need to start sunscreening in uh, more intimate places. And just know that most sunscreens are not tested for mucous membranes. Yes. So, so just sit on that. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that's a thing. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So I think that's it for the news. Uh, it's time to talk about some actual skincare products. This week, we mentioned that we're going to go through some holiday kits um, and see if we can help out with Christmas wish lists. So, Gloria, I'll let you take the lead. Yeah. So I'm going to start out strong with a kit that I really like. Mm. Um, so I think every year, dormstore.com do these really great kits. So first of all, I'm really partial to kits that let you try different brands. Mm -hmm. um, because ultimately, that's what uh, I, I feel like that's what kits are all about, right? Um, we don't think 
we think you can find great products from different lines and discover uh, what each brand does really well. Mm-hmm. So the derms, so the best of derm store this year has a few different kits. Mm-hmm. Um, their professional kits, as an example, has a uh, is clinical cleansing complex. Mm-hmm. The Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Extra Strength Daily Peel, mm-hmm. Dermalogica Daily Super Exfoliant. That's the powder cleanser. Mm-hmm. PCA Skin Hyaluronic Boosting Serum. Lancer Skin Omega Hydrating Oil, Skin Medica TNS Eye Repair, the very famous SkinCeutical C Ferulic, uh, Elta MD's award-winning, is it award-winning? But anyway, it's a cold favorite um, mm-hmm. sunscreen. And it comes in a no-frill but simple cosmetic bag. Okay, so a lot of good clinical cult favorites is what yes, I'm hearing. Yes, exactly. That's pretty awesome. That's a, actually a really great collection yeah. to start. Yeah. And this is a good introduction to a lot of actives yes, as well. You got your peel, agreed. you got your vitamin C, but you also have um, hydrating bases to go with it. It's in a gray um, sunscreen, so it's yeah. a, a complete routine. So. All right, actually, this gives me an idea. Let's give people kind of a framework of how to apply these products since we're it's got a good combo of them. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so in the mornings, uh, definitely do your C for Rulic. Yep. If you're dry or if you're oily, that could be it. But if you're dry, um, so like C for Rulic and a sunscreen might mm-hmm. be enough for you if you're pretty oily. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're drier like me, um, if it's me looking at this kit, I will definitely do the C for Rulic. Um, uh, I will probably do the um, PCA Skin Hyaluronic Serum. Okay. And then the sunscreen. That might still not be enough. I usually need a real yeah, moisturizer. Yeah, I was going to say that that would be the combo for me. So it would be the hyaluronic acid serum, mm-hmm. the C for, oh, uh, sorry, C for look first, hyaluronic acid serum, and then just the UV sunscreen. That should be good in terms yeah. of layers. Yeah, so then in this kit, what would be missing for me is a regular moisturizer yeah. that um, I usually have. Mr. Reliable. <laughs> <laughs> um. For a night routine, the cleanser is too clean. Um, yeah. The Dermalogica Daily Super Exfoliant I've actually used before. Mm-hmm. I I like it. I was I wouldn't use it daily because yes, it's still a little I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, still aim to do maybe two to three days max. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think in terms of your, I see. Is that an AHA? The daily peel. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the daily peel, you can definitely try to use that. Not daily. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if you're just starting out, um, honestly, it's a three count. Just try it maybe twice a week mm-hmm. um, just to start. I, honestly, with anything new, it's very important to just monitor after the first patch test. Right. Um, and then... Yeah, give it give it a good day or two to see how your skin reacts to it. It mm-hmm. might not react to it immediately, mm-hmm. uh, given that's AHA. Just look for signs of redness and irritation day mm-hmm. after use. Actually, I have a question for you. For yes. the Skin Medica TNS Eye Repair, would you use that twice a day? For me, I, I typically, if I were to use eye cream, it's only once, but I'm curious if you... I use it once a day. Once. I don't... So once at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I, I'm... Dr- I'm leaning dry overall but i don't think my eye area is like mm. you know like certain people they they 
um, their eye areas really, really dry, dry and, yeah. and a lot drier than regular skin. Yeah. I don't really have that issue, okay. so I use it once a day. Okay, cool. But Good most of the time, I use a moisturizer. <laughs> right right all right cool so hopefully that gives you some ideas on how you can use some of these sample kits um totally agree this is probably i would consider probably the best kit out there currently yeah so you get this kit for four uh 49.99 they're mm-hmm. all travel size no full size products mm-hmm. but it still gives you a good foundation to try out these yeah products. pretty good deal yeah all right uh so up next we are looking at kind of a throwback to our high school years uh smackers lip smackers is back yeah i had no idea so um as victor mentioned the derm sword kits are we think probably some of the best kits you can try out there mm-hmm. other than the professional kit they also have a clarifying and prestige kit mm-hmm. But other than that, we, for this episode, I was hunting down for other really cool kids to try. Mm-hmm. But instead, I just found a lot of fun kids to look at. Yeah. And Coca-Cola flavor, that is a throwback to our high school days. Yeah. So on Ulta, you can get a Lip Smacker Coca-Cola flavored <laughs> lip balm kit. Lip Smackers, that's, that's something you never thought you'd hear again. Yeah. I had like... I had a lot of it when I was probably 12. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, oh, good, good. Fun, on you, fun fact. <laughs> it's back. Yes. All right. Uh, and then that we found out that Clinique, you probably know of their pure vitamin C booster, and they've now come out with a retinol booster. So we're just going to take a look at the ingredient list and see whether or not it's worth a look. First off, with the Clinique Vitamin C Booster, um, it's listed at 10%, and that's actually an amount that we would use directly on our face. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you think of it as an actual booster, we recommend that that's probably going to be like a beginner step into vitamin C, Mm -hmm. or for people who really struggle um, with vitamin C in terms of sensitivity and are looking for a lower dose. Yeah, so vitamin C has been tested to be effective at 5%, right. which means if you use it as a booster, you should think about using it around a one-to-one ratio mm-hmm. with whatever you mix it with. Yeah, exactly. So um, now they've come out with a pure retinol booster. And so my general concern with the retinol booster is that there's actually no percentage here. Um, and I find that that becomes very difficult when you're actually trying to use it as a booster you just simply don't know what level you're using it at Um, and with us when we're looking at this ingredient list we find that it doesn't necessarily read very strong Uh, so again this may be meant to be used more as a beginner booster than anything else yeah so it might be a good product to try but honestly i think with so many products out there that tell you how much retinol is in there this one mm, me (laughs) yeah we would simply stick to the vitamin c booster for beginners or a lower dose of vitamin c i think the final category of christmas kits we have to look at is sephora Mm -hmm. um of course you find any good finds i find sephora's kits this year kind of meh (laughs) they have a few different kits going on they have a a next big thing in skincare kit oh don't get me started about that one i I would just go, like go, get to, <laughs> I would just like to say that before I used to sign up for Sephora Play as a mm. way to kind of test out new things I've never tried and 
it irks me just slightly that you still see some of those products in their skincare kits, mm-hmm. especially the one that they're touting as the skincare's next big thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, again, advocate for Derm Store's kit over Sephora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Lositon has this really cute kit of mm. Sephora that, to me, wins the packaging award. Um, mm. I mean, I think that's kind of what the holiday is about, too, yeah. is just kind of just adorable packaging, giftable ideas. Um, I don't personally care for the new products. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think of Lositon as super nourishing. Mm-hmm. That that's really what I it is. It's just kind of like that staple. I mean, they butter, use, butter, butter, right? So I, you know, if you you have a dry skin friend out there, um, and you're looking for something with Cute. some flair, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think that that's yeah, not a bad choice. It's a nicer bath and body. I went through this pocket, this period of my life where I was a super crappy gifter. <laughs> if I play Secret Santa, I'm making, I'm just going straight to Bath and Body Wars and getting them one of those shitty kids. <laughs> I got a great Christmas gift from you last time, Gloria. Did I? I got that alphabet book. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, it's yeah. like the shitty alphabet book. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, now I, like I just... that one. I, just, I, th- I think you're pretty good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I've upgraded. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I do want to add on, I totally agree with you with packaging. I think... During Christmas time, packaging definitely gets a few brownie points in my book. Yeah, and you know what actually kind of irks me? I think, mm-hmm. like, brands that do those uh, like unnecessarily wasteful kits. So I kind of, I like the Lost Atom one because it's paper, right? It's right. cute, it's whimsical, yeah. and then when you're done, put it in a recycling bin. Um, but I guess traditionally, so many brands give you makeup bags. Like, how many mm-hmm. makeup bags do you need? And sometimes <laughs> they're just so effing ugly. It's like, true. I'm sorry, Clinique, your bag's not cute. <laughs> like, Estee Lauder, like that. Oh, oh. I, this is not beauty related. I have a hard time with Victoria's Secret. Oh, you know, sometimes they give you like free tote bags mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, great, free bag. And then you look at it and it's bright, clean pink with glitter and you're like i'm never gonna carry this outside yeah you know like i don't even want this in my closet (laughs) sometimes it's such like terrible qualities that you know that glitter is gonna be everywhere Everywhere. (laughs) yeah so i definitely agree i agree with that uh yeah so other than victoria oh which uh kit would you spend your money on okay uh after browsing around there's one kit that we didn't talk about yet, but um, I actually really like the First Aid Beauty Kit, but, oh, uh-huh. but that has to also do with the bag they provide me. Oh. I don't know if you've seen it. It's It's got this kind of like tattoo print, and uh-huh. I, I'm a big print person, so I appreciate, I, I really like the, the bag itself, and it does come with a lot of favorites. And so with that, I think it's actually a pretty good gift for a person's skin type that you don't know. Because First Aid Beauty in general is very mild and gentle. And I think that for the most part, it's just good insurance that you won't have to deal with any sort of reactions or anything like that. Oh, interesting. What about you, Laura? Uh, (laughs) What have you seen? What do you like? What do you want for Christmas? What do I want? (laughs) I want my advent calendar of truffles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No skincare for me this year. Yeah. I think I've tried enough products. For I'm just real. gonna 
nurse it back to health with my basic routine of yeah aquafix oil and but we've got so many new formulas to try gloria i know but i only have one face but yeah dry skin can only handle so much only so much you know i gotta say same here though my skin is now turning from this weird oily skin to like extreme combo and it's like a it's taken a dark turn because yeah there's definitely some more like sensitive dry patch areas and i think it's from all the flying and changing climate so yeah i feel you on that one yeah so we are taking our skin a holiday soon (laughs) yeah can't wait so yeah we're that's probably all the kits that we're going to cover for the day um let us know what kit you're buying this season and what do you think yeah all right so now it's time for our decode that aisle dun, 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 dun. <laughs> decode.il or i guess not a decode but a top tip uh winter time is actually better time to consider hybrid foundations mm-hmm. um what that means is foundations with spf uh why do we say that it's because winter time um the sun is just not going to be as strong and not as many hours outside so with that you can consider an spf like an spf 30 um, so that's ideal in foundations because a lot of the textures are so heavy um, mm-hmm. when you start trying to push for the SPF 50 level. Is that what you use during winter? Actually, yeah. I'm currently using um, Misha SPF 30. I think the foundation texture is great. Yeah, the idea is that um, you still want to use SPF during winter mm-hmm. and whatever simplifies your routine and keep yeah. you on that train, we think it's a good idea. But note that... If you go skiing or do more intensive outdoor Good activities, point. you definitely need that that standard sunscreen. And for your lips, too. Don't forget. All right. So that takes us to our confession corner. Oh, boy. So what's our topic today, Gloria? So what are we confessing? I figure with the holiday season, I want us to confess about what is the dumbest things you've bought because, oh, my God, it's on sale. So it's totally a good oh, deal. Oh, boy. Yes. Aww. Okay, let me think about this for a sec. Yeah, so I'll start since I came up with the topic. Um, so I had <laughs> a lot of, um, this is not fully, skin, this is not really skincare related, uh-huh. but my, for a while I was on this train for misguided workout products. Oh, uh-huh. And the mm-hmm. ones that say, seven bands, 84 workouts, take with you anywhere, home gym. Yo, not gonna um, lie, we've definitely used those bands in our office before. <laughs> yeah, but I can't tell you where it is anymore. <laughs> but recently I've seen those, like, boards that have these, like, things that... You these... bought that? I didn't buy it. Oh. It's not my wish <laughs> I was like, holy cow. I'm like, oh my god, I can squat on the go. This is such a good idea. But I, since my, like, college days, mm-hmm. I've had, like, little exercise balls mm-hmm. and, like, uh, the 30-minute workout tapes. And yes. they're all collecting dust somewhere. What is that tape? The, the Jillian minutes. Michaels. Jillian Michaels. There you go. Yeah. The one that was free on Amazon. Oh, my God. I've definitely done that. Yeah. And I've bought the weights that you have, you get, like, you strap around your ankles uh-huh. for that, too. And I've done the... Um, it's not P90. There was also another one that was uh, that was trending. 
but it had this really hot Asian on oh, it. Oh, I know what you're you talking, know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. I forgot the name, but he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so anyways, I, I thought, I was like, body goals. I'm like, okay, this is totally not, not. Yeah, I, the thing is, it never, and then and the, the ambition never lasts very long. No. I remember in school, I would make my guy friend do it with me, and then we will just look at each other and like, let's not speak of this ever again. <laughs> there was even the Brazilian booty workout. I you have know? that too! Oh my God. And yeah, and then we'll burn for two days, and I'm like, oh my God, this is how I'm going to get my Brazilian butt, and I'll do it once and maybe twice and just... Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's no. It was not very good. I think. I guess it's what you make of it. I probably should have done like more reps or something. Yeah. It's definitely what you make of it. Like I guess everyone, there's a thing, right? Yeah. There's a thing that will help you be consistent with working out. For right. me, I have finally accepted that doing Tybo videos at home is just <laughs> not it. <laughs> I always feel so bad too for the people that lived under my apartment because <laughs> those videos are just jumping around, you're like doing kicks, you're doing high knees, like what? I, it's awful. <laughs> oh, I still, I still remember that Julian Michael was like, high knees, high knees, give me 20 seconds. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll give you high knees. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so that was my, for a while, I probably bought like an obscene amount of that yeah, stuff. Agreed. You know what it is? It's just back then, we didn't really understand how to work out correctly. I know Ooh. we're going off tangent here, but I do want to say that I felt like I wasted so many years of my life working out incorrectly when it was just like, oh, I should have just like lifted more weights and just had a more like intense workout versus just like being a cardio bunny. Yeah, I for me, it's so <laughs> I went through this period of I'll work out or I'll try to very intensely for like three mm-hmm. months and then I won't move for like <laughs> nine months. You're justified for your nine months. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Now like um now with this is I'm only much more consistent with everything during mm-hmm. chemist confessions because mm-hmm. you know that that slippery slope can go down so deep. Like when we were so mm-hmm. busy, there's no sense of consistency. I actually now just try to squeeze in a workout to you know, make sure I'm taking care of myself. I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm consistently sedentary. <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah. I, I, yeah. I have just, it, there's just too much going on. I, I have like. invited Victoria to the gym and she gives nope. me that look and she's like, oh, have fun. Bye. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So aside from outside misguided purchases, anything in the beauty world that you... For me, I'm always more or less sane when it mm. comes to skincare products. Okay. But I am awful with those makeup kits. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I, don't know why. It's like, oh, my God, the color's so pretty. Like, will I ever use a metallic green eyeshadow? Like, mm. I don't think so. But it's on sale at Inga Kids. So, mm, yeah, I have right. a lot of collections of that. I think for me, in terms of the beauty world, it's definitely devices. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. It's just, you're, you're just slightly curious. And that's, it, obviously, this is pre-chemist career, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the one pr- holiday purchase I made was the Zip Vacuum. Do you remember? It was sold, there's one by Panasonic, and mm-hmm. it was sold at Sharper Image. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that must be, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like, it'll be, it'll just help remove blackheads a lot easier, right? No, actually, do <laughs> not ever consider doing this because it honestly will just make it, make 
your pimple situation much worse and cause other breakouts. So oh, yeah, nice. just learn from my mistake. A lot of devices just proceed with a lot of skepticism. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but outside of the beauty devices, let me think. Uh, yeah, exercise is a good one. I think I've bought a lot of, like, stupid kitchen items <laughs> <laughs> that I thought would help me in my cooking career, but oh, yes. <laughs> uh, definitely did not pan out the way that it should have. Um <laughs> I never actually went through with this, but the egg roll. Yeah, okay. So everyone, <laughs> you have to go to Amazon and look up the egg roll machine and read the reviews. It's hilarious. Right. It's honestly the most classic, I would say, troll cooking device you could possibly gift someone. Yeah, so uh, if, you, if, you, if your friends and family have a good sense of humor, this is a device that you crack like what two eggs in there mm-hmm. and it will bake it. It's like a tube. It looks like a it's an egg. They call it the egg roll. Yeah, and then when it's done, it will push the cooked egg. It's like and in a cylindrical form. Yeah, so. in a lengthy cylindrical <laughs> <Yeah>. form. <laughs> so yes, uh, you have to check it out. But I. I I've also had misguided kitchen purchases, and my mm. most no- notable one that I actually went through with was a breakfast sandwich maker. <laughs> what? How do you? How does that work? It's like it's wait, this it makes stu- it for you the whole thing. It's like it's this stupid little thing that has a slot for everything, right? It has a okay. slot for that cooks eggs. Mm-hmm. It has two slots for like to heat up your English muffins or buns or whatever, and then a slot to heat up your sausage or um ham or whatever okay. and at the end you pull out the little compartment that separates these things and there's your sandwich no way. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't sound like well. it cooks it is no way things are cooked properly no, it did but it overcooked it it was oh, like everything was like God. and it took so long like it would have been faster if i just cooked the damn sandwich <laughs> made the damn sandwich myself and uh, and my boyfriend confessed to me that when we first started dating, he saw the device, and then he low key was like, "Holy shit, red flag, run!" <laughs> uh, uh, fair, yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> but uh, leave your misguided purchase comments below so we don't feel so uh, so we feel so better about shame. ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. I think anyway, that's enough confessions. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for our one of our favorite sections. It's Animal Fact Time. Animal Fact Time. So what's a fun fact of the day? So as a quick recap, um, we have talked about um, yeah. monogamous parasitic worms. Mm-hmm. We have cocas. We have talked about cocas. Cats. And yeah, uh, Mongolian cat. Yeah, and, and uh, what else do we talk? We about? We talked about some weird, weird stuff. There's definitely another fuzzy creature out there that we love. Yes, at, I think. But anyway, today we are talking about a more mainstream creature. Yes, We're the talk- koala bear. Koala. Oh, the koala bear. Uh, so uh, part of the reason <laughs> why we are talking about the koala bear, um, not so much 
poking fun at it necessarily, but it, its habitat just went through a really big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some very unique qualities about the koala that does make it a slightly unfortunate creature. Um, and I think the the thing we're going to focus on today is its it's very small brain, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> yeah, so koalas actually have one of the smallest brain-to-body ratios of all the mammals out there. Yeah. So what does that mean? Uh, it's just pea-brained. It's... And uh, sadly, it also has what they call a smooth brain, which means <laughs> it doesn't have very many wrinkles, which means less surface area for neurons. So just con- kind of think of that as it equates to brain power. Um, if you actually Google the koala bear, the koala bear's brain, it's, um, you'll, you'll see it's actually smooth as glass. It's really (laughs) strange, actually. Yeah, so it is kind of dumb. Yeah, it, it just sadly lacks this, that higher level recognition. Um, and what that means is, let's say, if it, it eats eucalyptus leaves, right? Um, but let's say you pick the eucalyptus leaves off and you try to feed it to them, they actually may not be able to recognize what that is. It has to be like in its tree form and it has to be able to eat off of it for it to understand like that that is food. But if you like, Holy crap. if let's say you made it a dinner spread of eucalyptus leaves, it may not actually eat it. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of the fun and unfortunate fact about koala bears. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, it also has other habitat um, problems. It also has a lot of um, chlamydia issues. Yeah. Uh, Watch look- the John Oliver special. There's one on that, I think. That was pretty good. Yeah. 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 So otherwise, they are very cute and cuddly, and they could really use some serious help right now. So, yep. Hang in there, koala bears. <laughs> Literally, hang in there. Well, that was kind of a sad, sad animal fact. Oh no, it's another depressing but cute animal story. We should no, work next, on next week. We'll talk about something more, more positive, more uplifting. Yeah. All right. So after that depressing animal story, oh, <laughs> I will mention though. I I didn't realize how unfortunate koala bears were but i really do not have a soft spot for panda bears that you do or don't i don't like i I, I find them i just don't believe that pandas are meant to survive survive like they're giving us every signal that they just don't want to live anymore yes like if you have to literally do everything for them including procreate like i just don't think they're meant to be on this earth i'm sorry and and you know it's like a billion dollar industry yeah ah anyway so that that's that's one animal that's that fluffy but low on my totem pole (laughs) (laughs) i agree i agree oh yeah anyways okay uh, and finally, our last section, um, just some questions from some of our followers. All right, um, let's get started. The first question, um, our follower asks, Hi, I use Adapling and was wondering if I should layer any other treatment with this for acne. Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, so first, hopefully, uh, I will mention you are will see a derm uh, regarding your acne situation because they often can tailor and provide treatments that you can't get um, just in drugstores. Um, but yes, uh, I actually 
there, there's a lot of hesitation with layering actives um, sometimes because they fear, especially with acne, it may cause a lot of irritation and it's just bad for your overall skin health. Um, but acne is the one skin concern where I do believe in a cocktail treatment. Um, so for the most part, um, there really isn't any real issues with layering, let's say, if you're considering using a BHA toner with your Adapalene. Um, these are all fine. I would say just give it enough time for these treatments to dry. Um, and so other than that, I, I, I will say um, we get questions a lot about pairing things like AHA and retinol together. And we are always uh, the mentality yeah, of being playing it safe and making sure that you minimize irritation um, as much as you can. So we like to separate them. Um, but with acne, um, do know that it's okay. Um, just really, this is where you just really need to listen to your skin and see how your skin is responding to these cocktail treatments and also have a great relationship with your derm. Yeah, um, and then find a good esthetician, too, yeah. if you can. That helps a lot, too. Yeah, exactly. And they can really help with the, not even so much from the treatment aspect, but I feel like the healing process, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so second question. I have severe dry skin, but still have a few breakouts. Where do I start? I feel completely lost in trying to build a routine. So this is definitely a really annoying problem, unfortunately. Mm. I mentioned a few times I don't um I have really dry skin. I don't get <clears throat> I don't get a lot of pimples, but mm. sometimes when I do it's kind of annoying because I there's the acne actives tend to make me even drier. Mm. And so instead I might end up with those like acne they go away but then that ring of flakiness Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. left from the actives Mm -hmm. Uh, what i have personally found to work well for me and this might take some experimentation because everyone's different first of all definitely just spot treat Mm. i don't don't try to be too aggressive with acne actives like like i think cell acid face wash will be or bpo face wash would definitely be overkill or like Mm. overall lotion so spot treat and um for me, <clears throat> mandelic acid has worked really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it um, it doesn't dry me out as much as cell acid, mm. but at higher levels. I do need higher levels for it, like 12, 15, or even 18%. Mm-hmm. As a spot treat has worked really well for me. Now, everyone's a little different, so definitely um, try a few different actives. Um, the ones that won't dry you out, keep on hand as a spot treat. Um... In terms of your other routine, I would say, um, I feel like I would recommend simplicity. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for cleansing, I guess my question is like, is there a cleanser format you would recommend for this scenario? For this scenario, I think it's actually really important to not overstrip your skin. Like right. this is where I actually would. Um, really recommend not using a soap-based cleanser because when you're already dry and and i know it's like a conflicting point of view Mm because people with acne tend to feel like they need to clean better but if you're over squeaky clean is overrated this is something i'm gonna keep saying yeah yeah and for in this kind of scenario it could actually make your problems worse because it'll really freak out your skin because you're already not producing enough oil Mm -hmm. and yeah so definitely be careful with that Mm -hmm. um with the few breakouts here and there, you might be concerned with moisturizing, but again, keeping a strong barrier function is going to go a long yes. way. Yeah. So um, niacinamide, yeah. um, ceramides are your friends. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, All right. And finally, third question. What's the deal with peptides? How valuable are they to a cream? Is it worth the price? And that is... And that concludes our episode. (laughs) (laughs) That is a million dollar question. So, uh, we have a very hard time. I'm going to be completely honest. We have a very hard time talking about peptides. The reason why is... A lot of it is extremely proprietary, mm-hmm. and therefore we can't really speak to each individual's efficacy. Mm-hmm. Um, we know they're expensive, but then that begs the question of if is it's it that, it? yeah, if is there going to be enough in there to actually see benefit? And of the peptides we've seen, you still need a pretty significant amount, not AHA level, but at least in the 1% to 5% yeah. range. Yeah. Um, so my take is. Can I get a sample first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of honestly the way I would approach it. Um, aside from kind of the ones that um, you may have heard of, like Matrixol and Haloxol and some of the classic ones, these new ones pop up and I just feel like I wouldn't know until I try or that they've done a clinical. Right. So, yeah, with new ones, be skeptical. With um, classic Sederma ones like Matrixol, they are definitely pretty decent additions mm-hmm. but like any other active be aware of the percentage right. they are not something you want to find in the neighborhood of under one percent like behind disodium edta yeah so um i would say it depends on the product depends yeah. on how they formulate yeah. um if you ever have any questions reach out to the brand if they feel like if they don't address questions like concentration or what they have done to make Mm. sure the peptide is stable then it's probably a red flag yeah and i will also say that if you find a brand that is relatively expensive but has done a clinical yeah um i may actually consider it because let's face it clinicals are not cheap um and i feel like that's already one very big step ahead from any other brand that's touting peptides so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the only caveat i think sorry that wasn't a very straightforward <laughs> answer but that's kind of how it is with peptides yeah best bet um if you still have questions um email us with the product that you're um, curious about and we'll try to dig a little deeper for that one yep. yeah all right, so I think that's the end of episode eight. Woo! Uh, this is kind of the end of our real like skincare or health series. Um, next episode, we plan to just kind of do a recap of our year of yeah. chemist confessions. We're gonna share, um, well, our top posts, some of our um, some of our launches and all the crazy stuff we've done in this past oh, year. Oh boy. A lot of people we would <laughs> have to thank. So if you have any questions for uh, anything, anything goes in the next yeah. episode, let us know. And we'll we'll still be answering questions, so still send those our way. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we're just wrapping up the year and it'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> and we have big plans for 2020. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> we so, do? <laughs> yes, yes. Big plans. Big plans. (laughs) Scary plans. So So, yeah, we'll keep everyone in the loop. So yeah, holidays. Yeah, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Thanks, guys.